Hey everybody, Eric Kasloff here. Just want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has more audiobooks than I could count. And they're going to give you a free 30-day trial. All you got to do is click the link in the description or go to the URL audibletrial.com slash something something and you get your very own free audiobook. Everybody and welcome to the Something Something Podcast. My name is Eric Kasloff, and with me as always is Larry Sands. Party on, Larry. Party on, Eric. Party on. That was my guitar. <laughs> I heard that. That was pretty good, actually. <laughs> Thank you. That was, a, that was a Les Paul version of the air oh, guitar. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an homage to Slash. Oh, okay, okay. You should have seen me. I was shaking my head. I should have had a top hat on. I, I did see you. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Eric? Larry, I am doing quite good, and I know you don't like movies, video games, TV, or books, but this is a pretty <laughs> busy week when it comes to stuff, man. Uh, Mortal Kombat came out yesterday. I picked oh, wait, up- wait, 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 wait. Mortal Kombat! Exactly. I picked up a copy of that. Days Gone is coming out on Friday, and this little movie called Avengers in Endgame. And oh, is, is that the indie film? Yeah, exactly. It's a very small indie film. It costs about $100,000 from what I'm hearing. That's a small... You know, actually, that's a, that's a pretty big indie film, though. Yeah, yeah, but still... Budget you know, was. That's what Hollywood... No, but realistically, <laughs> I was talking with a buddy about this yesterday, about the game Days Gone. Releasing that on a Friday? or Well, it's going to come out, you know, Thursday night, a late release, but then Friday... That is the dumbest release strategy this game could have had. Well, but that's like our movie. It's going to come out whenever the next Star Wars is coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I, to me, I think it's a great st- strategy because once no, you're burned out on the bigger one, you're going to look for a small Before we get into our guest, I really want someone's opinion who, again, doesn't like any entertainment. <laughs> Do you okay. think it was a smart move by this company because 95% of your audience is going to buy the game, but no one's going to play it till Monday. Right. right. Well, but you never know because after they watched, you know, the Avengers, what was it, the, the, the beginning game, the, the Avengers end game, they're going to go home and party all night. But no, Just like Wayne and Garth. People are going to see it multiple times. I mean, oh, yeah. I might end up seeing it twice. Oh, nice. Now, in the same day? Um, Thursday and then Friday, maybe. Or I just might wait till Friday because I got a 1230 afternoon screening of it. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And how are things going? Oh, and also, I'm kind of trying to shoot the short film version of Hillsborough Road. Oh, exciting. And, man, finding a campground 
is really, really hard. Well, but I thought we had talked about this, about camera angles and everything. It, it won't work. I tested oh. it. There's going to be a video on my channel mm -hmm. of me showing how it's impossible. Okay, link so, in description. Yeah, link in the description. Okay, and good. I am uh, currently emailing camp, you know, kid campgrounds trying to see if they'll let me film my, horror, my short horror film where I kill a bunch of little kids. Not, <laughs> I, not me. Not me, personally, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Actually, that was so funny. Our, our, our guest for today, I heard him laugh. <laughs> you want to introduce our guest, Larry? You know, so, so what I'd like to do on that note, I, I would like to introduce our guest this, this, uh, this week. And, you know, I mean, our, okay, so our guest this week, he is, he's quite something. He's got a resume that, that speaks to, gosh, just the, the size of a dictionary, if you really think about it. Yeah, but, but like the, the tenacity of, of a person and what you really need to uh, just do it. Um, actually, what am I doing? It's like we're talking and he's not even on. I'd like to introduce him. Hey, Don, are you there? I absolutely am, and thank you for having me, Eric and Larry. Thank well, you, you so are much welcome. for coming on. And, and Don, so your name is, is Don Lewis. Do you go by Donald or Don? Well, I, uh, I, my formal name is Donald Lewis, but call me anything you'd like. Per, hey, how about, the, how about the most interesting man in the world? <laughs> Be, because, we'll go there on that one, too. <laughs> good, good. Because how I mean, many Dosekis do you drink in a day? <laughs> Me personally, not very many. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> but but you know what? Honestly, with a resume like yours, and I keep saying this resume because it is quite impressive. But with a resume like yours, I think the Doseki guy he's got to come up to your level. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> because because uh, let me let me. I should I should read it. Uh, but you, you've set multiple um, age-related world records. Is that correct? Uh, there are sort of, let's call them, erstwhile age-related records. I mean, I haven't attempted to put them in the Guinness Book of Records, but the answer to that is yes. Well, that's good enough for me because any time somebody, you know, wants to attempt something and gives it a good go, um, I mean, you've, you've really done it. And, and yeah. what, what is quite interesting is that the things that you've done, the life that you've lived, you put that in a book. And we'll talk about the book in a minute, I promise. But let's get down to, wow, you, what makes you so tenacious? And, and what, what drives you, first of all? I'll, I'll tell you something I probably haven't mentioned in the last 20 years to anybody. Uh, but when I was uh, in a fraternity in college, my nickname was the fanatic. And that's because I put an incredible amount of uh, energy and intensity to everything that I did. So they thought the fanatic would be a good nickname for me. And I haven't shared that with anybody, as far as I recall. But anyway, that just came to mind. Well, I, yeah, I, 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 do, I do have a little bit more of a, a dose of intensity and energy than most Oh, my goodness. I tell you, tell us. Okay. So on our show, um, 
you know, we talk a lot about like the creative aspect. Of course, you have your book and stuff that we're going to get into. But what what interests me even more, I love like behind the scenes stuff and and how somebody got to where they are today. Um, tell us a little bit about your background um, and some of the milestones that that you have achieved. Well, you know, it, you need to be introduced by somebody. It's not, you know, particularly good form to talk about yourself. However, I have okay. done a, a few things, few things of significance. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, should I try? Should I, should yeah, I give try? it your best shot? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In my best. I, I'm, I'm definitely not full of myself, but I do a lot of stuff. So. Oh, oh, of course. So, yeah. <clears throat> in, in my best announcer voice, <clears throat> at age 75, Author Don Lewis has set multiple age-related world records in motorcycle racing while forming and maintaining numerous successful businesses. He is currently training one and a half hours daily for a five-day, 1,200-mile April race in Baja, Mexico, and will be in Los Angeles April 7th through the 27th to prepare for that race. He founded a company that returned 42 to 1 to investors over 18 years, was a principal and the largest investor of a company that had successful IPO offering on the NASDAQ and served as a corporate director of a publicly held company. Regardless of the endeavor or arena, Don has managed to be successful. He shares his success and secrets in the book of, oh, wait, no, I don't want to say that yet. Actually, I will. So I, I hope that was good. Because, hey, and I don't, well, that's you, good enough. Good enough. Well, you, you, did miss one world, you did miss one world record in there, but that's okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Which one did I miss? Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, you know, I would, at one point in time, I was sitting around trying to find something significant because I knew I had the book come out, was coming out. So. Um, I said, I think I'll do something crazy. And I thought, 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 and decided to climb the high point of Antarctica. And then I thought some more and said, I'm going to have my wife, you know, join me. And in the process, uh, we became the oldest married couple to ever set foot on top of the highest point of Antarctica. So it's a oh little crazy God. stuff like that I'll take on. That's right. You know, actually, I was reading from, uh, from your uh, bio that your uh, publicist sent. And then on your website, it is absolutely, actually right before we started and you came on uh, the air, uh, that's the first uh, thing that's on your, 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 uh, your bio on your website about Antarctica. And that is like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that is mind-blowingly awesome. I mean, where, where I, really, where do you get the tenacity? And, and the, the, not just the tenacity, but the want and the drive to keep going and keep succeeding. Because everybody needs that right now in this world. I agree. And, you know, from a point of view, though, a lot of people will talk the talk. I do my very best to not only talk the talk, but to walk the walk. So I like giving mm -hmm. a little bit of evidence that uh, the things that I have to say are worth listening to. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. Yeah. And... And I mean, this, this book that you have out and so, so I kind of, I kind of read, you know, like these great things about who you are and the things you've done, but in all seriousness, you've written, you've written a book and, um, about uh, what is your book about is about how to take the steps that you've taken or what it takes to do and to follow well, your dreams. Well, let me let me give you. Uh, 
I, I wish you had a copy of the book. It, what it is is 693 Principles of Personal and Business Success. And I, I think of it as life's missing manual. Uh, you know, you have an operator's manual for your equipment, but this is an operator's manual for life. And over a long period of time, I started in 1966 documenting principles of personal and business success. It had an odd start, but I, I over you know many, many decades, I documented what I thought were the principles of personal and business success. And I started writing the book in 1993. And yes, that was a quarter of a century ago. And wow. finally just finished it last fall. But I, I totally believe it's a uh, an extremely useful book to almost anybody that walks on the planet, but in particular, younger people starting off in life, uh, that this book will give them a head start. You know, funny, funny you should say that because everybody knows, (laughs) and I chuckle, everybody knows about millennials, right? Um, I think think somebody needs to give them a kick in the pants. I think, I, I do think, you know, there's some that are out there that are good, and most are out there that just don't want to do anything because for whatever reason. Um, but I, I, I believe Don and, and see, actually it, that's the, that's the, it's 693 principles of personal and business success, but it's actually called the book of Don, which I think is brilliant. Um, because again, I mean, it, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around. So you started in in '93 and you just finished it. Um, and I guess one of the the easy questions, and I might know this uh, or can figure it out, is why did it take so long to get it finished? Well, it's because I could write on it endlessly, and. Uh, I mean, even after I finished the book, I would come up with another, yet again, another principle I think would be worth <laughs> discussing. But at some point in time, you have to you have to go to press. You know, I, I didn't want to leave all everything in my head and, and die on the world. So I, I put my pen to paper and got it finally signed, sealed, and delivered. Nice. And, and that's the same thing with uh, Francis Ford Coppola, right? Apocalypse Now, that was like the never-ending movie. Yeah. But he had to finish it sometime. Watch, if you want to be a filmmaker, watch Heart of Darkness, the making of Apocalypse Now, and you will not want to be a filmmaker anymore. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Um, I tell you, it is interesting because... It never, you know, when you write a book like that or when you lead a life um, where you have so many nuggets and jewels and things that, that you feel or that you know um, only, only can help people uh, in their lives to grow and, and to, uh, to inspire them. You know, I, I, I can absolutely understand it. It never is finished. Um, what? What made you decide to start writing the book? Well, that it took. Well, I started off documenting principles of, of success just for my own particular purpose, and, uh, and the very first one sort of uh, rang a resonant chord with me, which is uh, understand the the concept of diminishing returns. You know, an, an engineer uh, supervisor taught me that my first day of work. And I thought that was really a pretty good principle. And I wrote it down on a three by five card 
And from then on, whenever I'd find something that was interesting, significant, I'd write it down on a three by five card. And finally, I, I converted it into a computer file. And it was all for me and things of wisdom about passed down to my kids. And at some point, I said, you know, I've really got something here. I'm going to turn it into a book. And uh, it was just an endless life commitment that it took to get it done. Nice, nice. Now, who would you say this book is more for? People working in a company, small business owners, or both? Well, in, in the in the book, I said I think the book uh, will be extremely useful to a street urchin in Mumbai tomorrow and a CEO of Fortune 50 company 100 years from now. It's awesome. timeless and it's good for everybody in any of the all walks of life. And I did not I do not believe that anybody who reads it from beginning to end won't find that it changes their life in a very positive way. I'll show you, I'll share with you a quick story. I, uh, a friend of mine had done some things for me related to motorcycle racing. And, uh, and one day he called me up, he says, you know, damn you. I said, what are you, what are you talking about? He says, he says, I think of you every day. And it sort of annoys me a little bit. He said, uh, you know, one of your principles, the rule of three in there is something I use every day. And every time I do it, I think of you. So damn you, Donald. So, <laughs> okay, I gotta now. Do we need the read? It, it, it hurts. It hurts him to give me some credit in life too. <laughs> now, can we get like a sneak peek on the book? Can you tell us what the rule of three is? Uh, the rule, you know, if you're well, you can use it to almost any anything. But if you're giving someone compliments, make sure you, you do at least three sentences. Uh, if you say, good job, Tom, and, and that's all you say, it's a very, very poor compliment. But if you say, good job, Tom, and I want to tell you how important it was uh, for the success of the company. And, you know, one of the things I really liked about that was the following. So uh, if you give compliments to people, you ought to flush that with at least three sentences. And uh, in an email or a text or everything, ought to be three sentences, at minimum of three to, to be uh, useful and effective. And, you know, I use it and... I use it effectively, and I think of myself whenever I use the rule of three sentences. Well, very, very cool. Very good. See, I love when something is put down into like a bite-sized practical way. That that's the only way because I'm a very dumb person. The only way I could learn is if it's you know shown to me. This is how you do such and such. You know, we're on air, but I'll, I'll, I'll suggest that you text me your name and address when I get back to Connecticut. I'll comp you a book, and then you can oh. tell me if it's life-changing for you. I will oh email God. you as soon yes. as we're done. Actually, will you sign it? Absolutely. Thank oh, you. my gosh. Um, and and, and not, not, I'm, in the, I'm in the middle of my five-day motorcycle race i'm at the you know the preparation phase i've been out in california practicing for more than two weeks and uh the race starts on sunday and it's going to be a five-day motorcycle race it'll be a mere 1300 and something miles down the baja peninsula which now, is a pretty big get, race do you get breaks during this or are you constantly riding uh well my general philosophy is to it's a Riding is very hard, very difficult. It's one of the most physically intensive things you'll ever do. So I ride for two days and take uh, one day off and ride for two days and take one day off. And non I'm in a little little bit riding? of an extended break right now. I'm sorry? Non-stop riding? No breaks to no, eat? Or do you get the No, no. The, the, 
the uh, the Baja race is uh, takes five days, so each day has a certain number of miles in it, and you know it's up to four hundred miles in some days, which could take you know twelve or thirteen hours of basic nonstop riding. But I will have to tell you, I got a little bit smart about this whole thing. I'm age seventy five, and I stopped back and punted a little bit, and I added one more person to the team. So that I have a prayer in hell of finishing it. You know, I'm pretty <laughs> oh. good at 75, pretty good at 75, and I, but I'm, I'm still smart enough to listen to a lot of people and said, "All right, I'm going to add a guy to the team." So I'm now a team of two. Awesome. Now, awesome. Is this Baja race the same one that Hunter H. Thompson wrote about in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, or is that a different race? Well, that's probably a different race because I've raced 25. Uh, score international races, which is a lot of racing data by how to tell you the truth. That's a lot because I come from Connecticut, but he was probably writing uh, about the, you know, the Baja 1000, the Baja 500, San Felipe 250. Those are the, the world renowned, world famous races. And I've had some success there. I, I won five class championships My for goodness. racers age 60 and older, which is pretty good for somebody east of the Mississippi. <laughs> what amazing. age did you start writing your whole life or was it you took it up later well i i wrote intensively in the 1970s uh i injured myself in 1978 and quit and um i after i had done the motorcycle climb i said i think i'll go do something significant and and for whatever reason i picked racing a team of the baja 1000 and starting a class of writers that are age 60 and older because i believe people that are older can do far more than they think. So I was going to do, do just one race. Uh, liked it so much. I've done 25 and I have, uh, another, another odd race in there. And then this one, I believe is my 27th race down in Baja. Wow. You know, it, it's, uh, just real quick. It's, and you said something just now about older people doing much more than they think. I think, and, and I think you'd be like the perfect person to, uh, to, to answer this age is just a number and it's really it's the uh how you think right it, you know you can't you can't always think oh i'm i'm old and i'm doing this and that you just got to have a young mentality about you am i right or off you're 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 absolutely right i mean age is truly just a number until it isn't uh, I mean, you know, we all know what the ultimate result is here, but I do, I sincerely believe that people can accomplish a lot more than they, they think they're capable of with the right kind of execution and right kind of plan. And anybody who doesn't believe it ought to read my book. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you talk about that in your book? Well, I, I only peripherally get into physical conditioning. I mean, I could almost write a whole book on that. Uh, but uh, you start with a mindset and then you do things. And I do believe with the book that older people could, could accomplish a lot, lot more than they actually do. But I, I, I will reiterate, I think every high school graduate in the world ought to get a copy of my book before they set off to the real world. I was about to say, it sounds like it'll be a great gift for um, graduates coming up this year. And and actually, I could not agree with you more. And and as a matter of fact, all the links, and we're going to talk about this uh, towards the end of the show. But all the links are going to be in the description. So at this point, 
all you people listening to this going, I want a piece of Don. I want a piece of Don. I got to have what Don has and, you know, his words of wisdom. Just look right down in the description, folks. Hey, everybody. Eric Kasloff here with his good buddy, Larry Sands. And we're here today to tell you about our sponsors, Anchor.fm. Larry, tell the good people more about Anchor. Well, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. They give you everything you need all in one place for free. How much? That's free. Are you serious? Yeah, it's free. And you can use it right from your phone or your computer. They give you the creation tools. They allow you to record and edit your podcast. So it sounds great. And we're talking Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, even freaking Spotify, man. You could be listening to Abbey Road and then wonder, hey, I wonder who Eric and Larry talked to this week. Then bam, we're busting in your ears just like the Fab Four. The best part about all this, you can easily make money from your podcast. Hold on, hold on. So you're telling me that these fine folks at Anchor are going to give you the tools you need to make your podcast and then help you get paid for it? Absolutely. All you have to do is download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You mentioned um, you've made and you've made very you made a bunch of money is what I'm politely trying to say off of, off of the principles that you followed and, and that you've put down in your book, the book of Don, by the way. Um, and I'm, I'm glad you brought all that up because I think that's one of, cause you know, we're having fun and we're talking about all this stuff, but the bottom line is, is our people really are looking for um, inspiration these days. They're looking for maybe not a direction, but somebody to help point their way. And, and you know, being in, in the creative business, which, you know, this, this podcast is based on the creative, you know, talking to actors and directors. And, and typically, we're not known for making the best business decisions, you know, because of our art, because really, we just want to make it. Um, but I, I think, what you just said and what I'm trying to get at and I'm trying to go around the mountain instead of straight through is can, can anybody um, from an actor, obviously a business person, but an actor or a creative um, because obviously that's where we come from. Eric and I um, can, can, can creative people take your principles and build upon those to help to become a success well, I, I cannot imagine that you would not be more successful in life uh, if, than, than you would be after you read the book. I just, I just presume that you will be more successful. But everybody's got a mission in life and everybody's got their ultimate potential. It doesn't mean everybody's destined to own, own their own company. You know, that uh, your, your level of success, success could be, you know, whatever you want it to be. And I guarantee... You know, it's hard to say guarantee. I'll give you fourteen, but you know, your twenty-four dollars back. That you will be far more financially successful in life if you read the book. And I, I sincerely believe that people will make thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and millions, and maybe tens of millions of dollars. You know, by reading the book that they would not otherwise have made. It's a sincere belief, but buyer beware. Best you can get is your $24 back. <laughs> but it also sounds like that if you're just reading this book as 
it's going to help you with business, you're going to be shocked because it'll help you with your personal day-to-day life. At least that's what I'm getting from it. Absolutely. That's why it's principles of personal and business success. Mm. It's sort of a you know mixed 50-50 uh, throughout the book. Um, but I, I will tell you one thing, and that is you, you hit on something earlier, I believe it was Eric, you said that you know that you can sit down and you can read one principle and you can understand it and it makes sense and you know you can move on from there. That's true, but they're collectively daunting. It's daunting me when I read my own damn book. You know, it's <laughs> it. You're not going to sit down and read the book and and voila, you're ready to be successful. I mean, there are little things in there like commit to a lifetime of self education. That's one of my mm-hmm. principles. And uh, and so, you know, there's some tens of years that you need to educate yourself to have what it takes to be successful in whatever, whatever you choose. There's no easy magic formula to personal success nor business success. You know, I like what you said up there just now about continuing education. I really wish 37 year old Eric could go back to 14 year old Eric and say, no, listen, you are actually going to enjoy learning stuff one day. You need to start doing it now. Don't, don't forget, what you learn in school is basically a tool set to enable you to master what you need to be successful. What you need to be successful is not what you learn in the formal education. What you need to be successful is what you get after that. So as soon as you commit to a lifetime of self-education, which comes primarily through reading and studying. Uh, that's, that's what's really going to make you successful for the most part. I wish wow. you could have seen me right now because I was wow. pointing <laughs> at my laptop as you were saying that because I believe in that so, so much. Yeah, what you learn in the classroom is kind of important, but what's even more important is what you learn in the hallway. And the way you interact with people in general, experiences you can learn from others. And, you know, of course, learning new skills and traits is important, but personal experience is even more important is what I've always felt. I, I sincerely and wholeheartedly agree. You know, that's, that's where success comes. It doesn't come from you know, reading, you know, I mean, reading, writing, and arithmetic are extremely important. You need to master those, but those are tools that you need to be, you know, successful as you move forward. Again, the, the use of films, something I learned not in film school, but because of film school. Now, we scheduled this short film that we were going to do. We made our shot list, the shots we were going to do that day. And when it came day time, the filming, our actress and her mother forgot her wardrobe she was going to need for that day. Now, they never taught me this in film school. You had to learn this on, I had to learn this on my feet, completely change the schedule that day for scenes that took place with the little girl covered in bed. Now, they don't teach you that in school. That is only something you could learn from life experiences and it could be little things like hey we want to go to this restaurant but it's closed tuesday what can we think right now that we could do or just arguments amongst friends trying to manage things like that so again school important the school of life even more important 
Well, this, I, I still believe what you really get are just tools in school. And those tools are what you need to apply uh, in your self-education process. It's that self-education is what really counts. I mean, how, do you, how did Steven, Steven Spielberg become so successful? And that is, you know, through, you know, perseverance. Exactly. I mean, how many times was the movie Star Wars turned down? I think like 20 yeah. times. So, you know, he learned it in real life. He didn't learn that in school. I think you would get a kick out of this. Do you know that when George Lucas brought Star Wars to Fox, they said, yeah, we'll make it. And he said, hey, can I get a percentage on the toys? They laughed at him and said, you can have all the percentage on the toys. <laughs> And that man that, that, that's, like, that's, like, hmm? that's like Bill Bill Gates getting the operating system for IBM PCs because they didn't care <laughs> about the operating system. Yeah, and look at where you know Microsoft is today compared to IBM. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stories that way. Yeah, yeah, I love hearing little things like that. That's what excites me in life, like funny anecdotes like that. But I, I'll tell you, I'll advertise my book with one other thing that I've done everything I can to bring real life examples into my principles. It's not just the principle. I mean, I, I will share all my embarrassing stories, you know, stories that cost me $10,000 out of pocket, $20,000 today, including one in there that uh, cost me what I think close to a quarter of a million dollars. You know, I'll share every embarrassing story I can think of and people have commented how they do like the stories in my book. You know, that, that's, that's one of the things, too, um, uh, which is a great thing. Again, like, you, you bring it up, and I'm glad you did, because I think when you tell your story, your story is everybody else's story, although it's not the same. It's the same, I guess, the principle of it, because we've always, we've, you know, we've all, you know, spent something to try to make something and do something to, to create, um, and, and I think... You know, I think Don and and obviously, you know, having just met you on uh, the podcast and stuff. Um, but I think that that your experiences um, have made you a better person. But not only that, your experiences. This book comes the the book of Don. Six hundred and ninety three principles of personal and business success comes from you toiling and and doing it and and just like you said you 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 not only talk the talk but you walk the walk and i think i think that means more than really anything because you know as creative people i know a bunch of talkers you know <laughs> and 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 it, it pains me to no end that's why yeah i i made a decision early on to when i say something like i keep my word or to be, you know, try to do something. And Eric, you know, I'm like this, right? I, you know, I, I get it done, but there's takes... a lot of people who build castles in the sky. <laughs> yeah. 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 And Don, you've built them on, you've built them on solid ground. So I just, I just got to say for one, I am super excited to, to pick up your book. And not only that, I think you should come up with a challenge, the book of Don challenge. Um, 
Yeah. Hey, that could you, know, be. you guys, you guys, you guys crack me up in addition to everything else. So I do appreciate your <laughs> no, sense of humor. I think, I think that would be a great little like journal add-on for the book. You just little things like that. People could journal about what they're doing. Yeah, you can go buy a dollar store journal, but if you brand it along with the book, hey. people think, "Wow, I'm spending money on this. I need to actually write yeah. it." Yeah. But by the way, I will tell you a little story about the dollars, the dollar store journal. And that is, is that I, I, part of my principles is to keep a day book and I have like 50 or 75 of them stored away up in the attic. And it's a, it's a daily journal, a daily log of everything. And, uh, my, my business came from a six month old item that I wrote down in my journal. I call somebody up, talk to them and one thing led to another and I owned the the vestiges of the company and I, I grew it to a successful company, but it came from my journal. If I had not been keeping my day book journal, I would not be talking to you now. Wow. I, yeah, Don, you are a special breed and you are an amazing person, not only for, for the things you have, have accomplished, but the things that you are most certainly will accomplish uh, from here to eternity. Have um, you ever thought about doing public speaking engagements yeah. or something like that? Well, you know, you know, when I sold my company, there I had a hundred people that cared what I thought every day, and the day after, no one really gave a crap of what I thought anymore. <laughs> and you know, I've listed myself on uh, some public speaking websites, but nobody ever calls me. So, you know, the problem is, is that you need to have actual experience before they'll take a chance on you. So, uh, that's what I a would bunch of really, hoops. really love. What I'd really, really love to do, though, is to speak to high school graduating classes. You know, I, I don't remember a damn thing from my high school graduating class or, or the speech, but I guarantee you if somebody had me there, people would remember me on their deathbed. You know? I, I wholeheartedly agree to that. I, I, I agree, too. I agree. And, and you know what? You're putting it out there to the world. So um, uh, from your mouth to God's ears, right? Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh Don, I I know, you know, we got to start wrapping up and stuff, but I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for Yeah, and we didn't even get into like marketing the book and, you know, all that stuff. Um That's all that the sequels for up to oh, the Yeah, episode. all that creative stuff, you know, but but I think I think we got the most important part and I I for one am excited about your book, The Book of Don. Um so, yeah, and I, I just, I really, really appreciate you taking the time and <laughs> talking to us and having a little bit of fun, telling us, you know, a little bit about yourself and just sharing your experience with us. So I just want to say thank you and, and, and enlightening just, us as well. Exactly. And I just want to second everything Larry just said. Uh, the links where you could purchase the book will, of course, be in the description of this video. And me and Larry will be tweeting it out for a while, as we usually do. Um, Don, after we're done wrapping up, don't hang up because we like to do a little wrap up with the guest after the show. Well, everyone, I hope this episode finds you and encourages you and, you know, makes you want to go out, get the book and change your life um, and have an awesome, happy and safe weekend. Be motivated. Go get the book of Don.